0: This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome.
1: Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. This is Pastor Michael, and in the studio today is Pastor Craig Jarvis. He is our church planning pastor. Really excited to have you again today. Glad to be here. Craig, we're throwing you softballs. Yeah, this Uh, is... Psych. Uh, So here's the question. As a Christian... Is it okay to be friends with homosexuals or transgendered people? Um, You know what? I think this is probably one of the easier questions, truthfully, we've ever been asked. I would agree. Uh, So I'm going to give the ball to you. Shoot it. Swish it. Three-pointer. Don't brick. You got this. All right. Bottom line. Hockey puck. Sorry. passing the puck. That's
0: right. Keep your stick on the ice. (laughs) Bottom line. Yes, absolutely. We are to befriend and love those around us yep. as Christ did Himself. Swish. Goal. And so
1: go. So he
0: was. He was accused of being a friend of sinners. He's accused of hanging out with the publicans and the and the tax collectors and yep. all the people that everybody else rejected—prostitutes. Because, yep. uh, quite frankly, they—they are—they cannot be be uh, held accountable to the leading of the Holy Spirit because they don't know the Lord yet. Totally, yep. So so we are to befriend them, we are to love them, we are to invite them to our houses, we are to spend time with them, absolutely all the above, the answer is yes.
1: So why do you think so many people have such a hard time they have a, a, a transgender, maybe friend or coworker or homosexual coworker. Um, why do you think it freaks most Christians out and they feel like, ah, oh, can I be friends with them? Like what even motivates maybe possibly the question? Um, there seems to be fear amongst a lot of Christians uh, about this issue.
0: I think because as you grow in the Lord and and God begins to do a work of righteousness in your heart to make you more like the image of Christ, mm-hmm. It becomes very blatantly obvious how the world is not an image of Christ, and so what we see around us, what we see going on around us, becomes more and more appalling to us because we are being changed from glory to glory into the image of Jesus Christ, while the world is left in in the dark yep. and going in the opposite direction, going in the opposite direction. You know. Yeah, and and we are we are surprised that they can fall as as much as they fall, that they can that they can indulge in so many different activities that uh, bring uh, bring hurt and, and pain to themselves, to their families, to their loved ones. I mean, it's amazing how quickly and easily and, and um, how much you can ruin your life if you are left falling off this cliff. Yep. And so for, our, for us as believers, we're going, well, why are they falling off the cliff? Don't they see what we see? Don't they see? But the Lord has opened our eyes. It's not us. We haven't done that job. The Lord is, And the Lord is changing us. And so we need to be very careful as he changes us not to be judgmental on the work he has yet to do in the people's lives around us.
1: I think it's fair to say for me, I have very little judgment um, on non-Christians, if any. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we say this a lot, but it's true. I will never expect a non-Christian to think, feel, and act like a Christian. Absolutely. If Rightly you, so. I mean, wh- whoever you are, Christian, um, wherever you're at listening— you have no idea how much work the Holy Spirit has already done in your mm-hmm. life. You know, um, you may still struggle with sin. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do. Um, but had he never intervened, who knows what would be logical to us and what we would be doing and what worldview we would have. And, and so I just, for me, it is, it is a non-issue. So if, if a transgender person is my next door neighbor, it has zero effect on my ability to call them, talk to them, hang mm-hmm. out with them, um, et cetera. Um, just it does not affect me now. If they're going to bear the name of Jesus Christ, that's a different podcast. We've already talked about that. Um, but really, um, if it just has no bearing for me um, now, if they were to say to me, "Do you want me to trust in Jesus?" I would say, "Of course I do." Like that's r- ridiculous. And if I were to look at them and say, "Hey, do you want me to accept everything you believe?" They would say, "Of course I." Do. I mean, to some degree, everybody would love if everybody believed what they believe. But we live in a world where we're friends with a bunch of people who don't agree on a bunch of things, and that's okay. Now, here's where I think the issue really comes up. If you're a mature Christian, I really believe you should be able to be friends with most non-Christians. It doesn't mean you need to engage in maybe their sinful activities, right? Of course, duh. But you should be able to be friends with most people. Um, A requirement for friendship should not be conformity to your standard of behavior or your ethics or morals. If it is, you need to grow up spiritually, okay? Um, But here's where I think the main issue is. A mature Christian can look at somebody and say, my love for you, my enjoyment of you, and my commitment to you as a friend is not based on agreement of worldview or behavior. It is based on my decision to love you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need you to agree with me. I can be friends with a Muslim who thinks I'm going to burn in hell for all of eternity. Mm-hmm. Okay? I, that to me, it doesn't bother me that they think like that about me because I don't need you to agree with me to be friends, Mm -hmm. right? That's kind of narcissistic. But in the more liberal, secular, LGBT culture, to not agree with them um, means they can't be friends with us. That's correct. That is, I believe truly that is where the main issue of relationship works. Uh, A transgender person, I don't believe by and large because of the cultural vacuum that they're in, are going to be able to be legitimate friends with a conservative evangelical Christian, even though the Christian has no issues and could be friends and could go hang out and could go do stuff and could counsel them and encourage them and be encouraged by them. Like the Christian should have no issues in the friendship, right? But it is typically the, the, the more we'll say the transgender to the homosexual who cannot, will not be friends with the person, um, With the Christian. So now, not an illustration, um, there are a number of kids and dads where the kid is a homosexual and the dad does not support it. And the dad keeps saying to the kid, um, this is multiple scenarios, by the way. Like if anybody thinks I'm picking on you, I've got about six or seven off the top of my head right now um, where the dad is like, I don't believe that. I believe that your lifestyle is a sin, but I love you and my relationship with you isn't contingent on it. And the kid says, I'm done with you. I want nothing to do with you until you advocate for my lifestyle. This relationship is over. And the reason there's no relationship is not because of the dad's theology. The issue is because the son wants typically the dad to change, demands the dad to yep. change, and will not be in a relationship with them unless the dad conforms.
0: Right. And that's, that's not love. No, it's not love. And it's not really friendship either. Correct. And so I, I would agree with you. You said one word there, typical. And I just want to park on that for a second because Please, yeah. I, as, as, as it goes across the board, that does seem to be the case. However, mm-hmm. there are a few, and so we don't want to paint yep. this with a really agree, broad yeah. brush. Uh, there are a few who uh, who are able to have that kind of relationship and agree to mm-hmm. disagree on, on this thing and still maintain the relationship. And it's awesome. When, when it, that happens, yes. super special. I have experienced that, and I have had wonderful relationships with folks that believe differently yep. than me and even practice differently yep. than me in, in this area. But I consider us to be friends. Yep. Uh, But you're right, this more than many other subjects, especially today, has the ability to build a wall of hostility between moms and kids and dads and kids and friends, and that is an act of the devil. The devil seeks to build the walls, Christ came to tear them
1: down. Let's close and say this, fair statement, tell me if you agree. Um, If you're a mature believer, you do not need to expect a non-Christian to act like a Christian. You could be friends with non-Christians who have various different lifestyle choices and your love and commitment to them as a friend is not contingent on their lifestyle choices. And I, w-
0: I would even say if you don't have friends like that, then you need to expand your borders a little more yep. because you need to go find some friends that are struggling with these kinds of things yep. and show them the love of Christ. And
1: if they never trust in Christ, is no, my friendship a waste? No, big, no, 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 no. No, because Goodness, my no. friendship with you is not ultimately about a motive. Yep. I have things I would want for you, but if they never happen... The relationship is not a waste, and I don't. I'm not going to be like, oh, on to my next person. You know, like, if we're friends, we're friends.
0: Friendship is such a gift from God. It's a it's a way for kingdom light to shine in this dark world. When you see two friends who are actually friends and not demanding things from one another or demanding conformity from one another, they're just friends and friends to the end. That's that's just such a picture of Christ. It even for fallen people to demonstrate that it's still kingdom stuff in a dark world.
1: Amen. All right, listeners, thank you um, for joining us today. We'll see you guys on Monday.